welcome back to Good Life Podcast. My name is Judith Rios. I am your host and I talk about everything that goes on in my life, personal topics, taboo topics. I bring in Alfredo, which is my husband, to talk about marriage type topics, conversations, things that are we may be uncomfortable with. I also am a holistic nutritionist. I'm studying to be one. I'm almost one. So I share a lot of nutritional information. I just share this. I created this podcast just to help others and to motivate others, motivate myself as well. This podcast is so much as much for me as it is for anyone else that wants to hear it. But it is a source of um, motivation to live my healthiest, best, authentic, purposeful life. To be true to myself, to be true to who I am, to find my voice and to help others to do the same. So just trying to find my authentic self and have her shine a little brighter. But yeah, I'm going to do a kind of recap on my life, what's been going on. I've been a little MIA on podcasts here because I kind of have to think back on where was that I left you guys at. And I think I left you guys at where I was moving to a new apartment. I'm no longer moving, guys. I've had, I haven't had time to explain why it was that I'm not moving anymore. It's just been super hectic over here. I packed everything in my house and then I had to unpack everything again with a new pup and then my pup got sick he it's not anything serious he just has um a parasite so kind of like vet visits and trying to figure out the whole pet insurance thing and what pet insurance was best for him um I was late to the pet insurance so uh, he's not he's not covered for like diarrhea anymore for like 180 days so he has to be diarrhea free for 180 days for it to be covered again from the insurance is this whole big ordeal thing so I kind of just was hectic the past few days along with work it's just been a little bit and yeah um why we're not moving anymore so we were going to move February 1st which by the way we found out that wasn't even the day we were supposed to move. We were supposed to move January 31st. So I don't know how that would have gone down because I had everything set. The movers, our lease, the other lease was all set to be done February 1st. So I had no idea how I was going to leave the house or our apartment January 31st when nothing was going to be able to like happen until February 1st. So I don't know how that was going to happen, but um uh, everything happens for a reason i was super stoked to to move i was you guys i i shared this i was super excited to move i couldn't wait for like my double door fridge i couldn't wear i couldn't wait for like the wooden floors for the extra closet space i was really excited about that guys and the way that i reacted to this not happening really surprised me because i thought i would have been so much more bummed you know, I thought I was going to be like devastated or something. But what happened was that February, no, we reached out to the new apartments because they were not responding. Nobody was answering their calls. Nobody was emailing me back. It was getting closer to the move-in day and I've heard zip from the other apartment. And we were aware that the other apartment, there was people that were supposed to move in to that apartment since September. 
and those people from September have not yet been able to move and it is and it was January. So that was kind of freaking me out a bit because I'm like, it's February already. Is that going to happen to me as well? Or are they going to allow us to move in? The reason why they haven't been ready was because they're waiting for a lot of permits from the city. And supposedly the city is taking a really long time to approve all the permits and allow the buildings to be habitable, habitable. So we ended up driving to the apartments because nobody was answering. My husband got down. I stayed with Rover in the car. That doesn't really matter. <laughs> information you didn't need. But um, he came back and he's like, yep, we cannot move in. So they said it's going to take another month or maybe even two months. And I'm like, this is absurd. I'm not going to, what are we going to do? We have a lease. Our lease ends February, January 31st, apparently. It ends what are we going to do? So we went back to our own apartments where we live and we're like, what are our options? And they said, we can do a month to month lease, you know, just pay month to month and that'll be $3,000. And we were thinking about it. We were like, okay, what if we do that for one month? And then we kind of sat on that for a little bit and we were like, pay $3,000. That's a lot of money for just a month to month just to go somewhere where it's just a little bit better like I me and Alfredo have always said we love our apartment we have nothing against our apartment what we don't like are the rugs but I'll tell you about that later we don't like that there's rugs in our in our rooms but apart from that yes the fridge is a one-door fridge but it's not an inconvenience it's just kind of more of like something that we want just for like to be more comfortable but there's like this thing that's like you always want more but just because you want more doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to make you happy it's just something that you want right but do you really need it so that's kind of like my train of thought with this whole process as well I'm a positive outlook type of person so I always see the positive in everything I always see things that I should learn from all the situations that I'm in from everything that doesn't work out my way I always see the positive. I try to look at the lessons. I try to see like this deeper meaning in everything that happens to me. Um, so my deeper meaning in this that I found was that I'm a I'm 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 kind of like a minimalist, right? I do practice minimalism in my life. I have decluttered. I live with less, and um, I was kind of wanting more you know, and more doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be happy. And from the beginning, I was very aware that it wasn't something that I needed. It was just something that I wanted and that I would love to have a, you know, a bigger closet and a bigger fridge and all of that. But what does bigger really mean? Does bigger really mean that I'm going to fill it up with more clothes, with more food? Because that's not what I want. I want to live with less. So why do I need a bigger place? Maybe should I just minimize what I have now? Should I reorganize the closet that I have now? Because the closet space that I have now is fine. Maybe I have too much. Maybe I'm just not organizing it better. Maybe my fridge is not organized better. Maybe I'm buying too much food that I don't need and then it's expiring. So then these are things that I just started thinking about. Um, so basically, it was $3,000 a month to live in here for month to month and then the other apartment said that it would be a month or two and that they weren't even sure if it was going to be that long maybe it would be more 
And in my head and with my husband, I'm like, okay, those people have been waiting since September to move in. And that is the exact thing those people have been telling those people. Next month, you'll move in. Next month, you'll move in. Next month, you'll move in. It's like what? September, October, November, December, January. And it's been four months already. I'm not about to spend four months, $3,000 of rent. That is way too much. But we thought about it. We were kind of thinking about putting everything in a storage unit, living with my mother-in-law for a little bit, maybe just road tripping, maybe just not having anywhere to live. But that was going to be hard with the cats um, because the cats, it would be easy with Rover because he's a dog, but the cats, I haven't really accustomed them to like outside life. I haven't really, I don't know how I would do with them with like potty training, like it'd be like a whole thing. Living with my mother-in-law, we would have to have all the pets in one room with us. So that was going to be intense. Um, so then we were like, okay, let's just stay here for one month. That was our final plan, our final thing. But we sat on it, right? We didn't really make any like concrete decision. We were just to ourselves. We're like, okay, we'll stay here one more month. I woke up two days later and I was like, no, I want to stay. I want to stay here. I want to stay in this apartment. Like I had this gut feeling that I wanted to stay in my apartment and I didn't want to move. And it was kind of like, I felt bad because I, I kept asking Alfredo, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Right? Because I don't just want to make this decision for both of us. I wanted to see what he wanted to do too. Um. So then he said, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, you know, it'd, it'd bum out like, because, you know, the fridge and you know, our office would be prettier and the closet space and the location was going to be closer and like less traffic. But yeah, like always from the beginning, I didn't really care like to move because I was me, Judith. <laughs> I was the one that started getting like antsy last year and just I needed like a change of scenery. I needed to change. I needed to change. I needed to move. I need I just got antsy last year. Therefore, I found this apartment and I was like, okay, it's perfect. You know, there's no reason why we should not move, you know, let's do it. It's not a big deal, but it did become a big deal now. Like it was just too much of like, a, you know, we didn't know those people weren't very communicative. Um, they weren't going to let us know, like the day was going to come where we had to move and they wouldn't even have let us know. So I didn't like that about them. Um... But yeah, we then one day I woke up and like I said, I was like, I don't want to move. I have a gut feeling. I want to be here. And I trusted that gut feeling. I went to my front office and I renewed my lease for 15 months. And I told the other people I wasn't going to move anymore. And they are refunding everything. So everything worked out really well. Like I didn't lose any money. I, they refunded me everything. And um, my current lease is like a hundred dollars more because you know like every every year like it goes up a little bit um my current lease now is a hundred dollars more and um that's great because the leases and the rent right now is insane in miami i don't know what's going on it's insane everywhere i guess but it's insane here so to move to live here where i live is an insane amount of money and we are still paying what we well we're paying a two hundred dollars more than what we paid when we first moved in here five years ago or four years ago and it's really good for a two-bedroom and everything that we have it's really well it's really good so as soon as I made the decision and we made everything that we're not going to move and I started unpacking everything 
I was so happy. I was just like so happy. I didn't know. I don't know what it was. I was just like so happy with the decision I made. And I was like, I don't know. I was just so happy to be here, which was so weird because last year I was like so antsy to leave. I wanted everything to change. I guess Rover brought that change that I needed, like that spark that I needed in my life. Like maybe I didn't need a change of location. Maybe I needed like a change in my routine in like what goes on in my day, you know? And I was not about to have a baby because there's no reason to have a baby. But um, I got a dog. And I think that kind of like helped fill in my boredom, fill in. I mean, I'm just thinking. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I have to. I just love where I am. And I love this apartment. And I'm happy with my decision. I'm happy with everything that's going to come out of this decision, which is a bit more personal. But I guess I'll share later. But yeah, that's like the only thing different i ordered a dining table it's finally getting here i know that you see my post on instagram and you're probably like why does she only have chairs in the middle of her her living room and it's because it's missing a dining table i am very very picky with dining tables i've been wanting a round one and i cannot find a perfect round one and i had a black one before it wasn't it it looked it always looked dirty because it was black I finally found a round one in West Elm and I ordered it as soon as I decided I wasn't going to move anymore. And now I'm kind of bummed because it's on sale now and it's so much on sale. So like it's like the price is ridiculous. So whatever, I let that go. I'm finally getting my dining table and it's coming on Tuesday. It's coming in like three days. So I'm excited about my new dining table and it's round. It's something I've always wanted and it's a good color. So... I mean, apart from that, Alfredo started jiu-jitsu. That's something he's always been wanting to do. Always, always. He's always been into like martial arts and like jiu-jitsu and all of that. And he's, and he's literally there right now. He's in his class, um, which is so cute. It's so cool to see him be motivated in something and something that like gets him active because he's been struggling a lot with what to do to be active and to just exercise you know and this is something so cool because he says that it really helps him mentally and like helps him with mental strength and and body strength and discipline and all of that so that's really cool I'm really excited for him because you know it's something he's been wanting to do always and now he's doing it um life has been kind of stressful but but filled with love with our new dog Rover um it's been really nice, frustrating, but filled with love, you know, anybody that has a dog knows this, so yeah, that's, apart from that, I reorganized my house, I redecorated my house a little bit, you might not notice, but I noticed, I noticed the little details that are different, and we, oh, so somebody came to clean our, our rugs in our rooms, we've had, like, the, our rooms in our apartment have rugs, and we hate that because of Alfredo's allergies and we just hate rugs because obviously, sorry about that, it gets dirty. Um, it's been four years since we lived here and the rugs, you know, were not cleaned. So we asked the front office and it's actually something that they do every single year and we had no idea. So they came and they cleaned our rugs. It was filthy, filthy. It was disgusting. I, I can't even, um, and our house was a mess because 
our apartment. Every time I say house, I mean apartment. I just, I don't know why I can't say apartment. It doesn't come out naturally. Um, our apartment was obviously a mess because all the rooms had, like both of the rooms had to be empty for them to clean the rugs. So did the closets. So somebody came to that. Somebody came to fix the rugs because the cats had like taken out some part of the rug um, and created holes in it. So somebody came and patched all of that. So our rooms feel brand new. Our rugs look brand new. There's something I repainted like the little things in the house. Like I got paint and repainted our bathroom, repainted the house, like any little scratches and dents. Um, and even Alfredo says that he's like, it feels different in here. Like the energy changed. And I don't know if it's because of so much movement. Like we allowed energy to just like move out of this place. But it does have like a different energy and it feels more like clean, calm, like the air is lighter. And for him to like notice an energy shift, it really like for him to notice it, it it's happening, right? Like there is an energy shift in here um, and I notice it too. So we just love our new apartment. This is where we are at now and um, we're just focusing on seeing where we travel to to start road tripping guys because we're gonna start road tripping to see what where we're gonna move you know like our next state so that is the next step on the books on the plan um but yeah that is literally my my life right now right I don't know if I miss something sometimes I record this and then I stop recording. I'm like, damn, I didn't tell them about like this huge thing that's going on in my life. And I totally forgot. But I really wanted to talk today about this trendy topic that is called romanticizing your life. And it's been everywhere on Instagram. It's been everywhere on TikTok. I'm pretty sure you're aware of it. It's like this whole romanticize your life type movement that l quite literally changed my life. Like, I needed this trend, and it's not really a trend if you if you take it into your real life. Like, if you start applying it into your real life, it is a trend, but it's it, like, totally changed my life. So, I was having such a hard time last year, and I was really not being positive. I was really just in a depressive state last year. I felt very dull, like my life felt very dull, very routine-ish. I wanted to break out of the life that I was in. I was literally wishing to just hop on a plane and never come back, like with Alfredo, obviously, but just like hop on a plane somewhere and live like gypsies in the middle of nowhere and just freaking live our lives and like don't stress about money. Like I was literally having that every single day I would wake up and I just wanted to hop on a plane and leave and to do that, to kind of like escape your life, to be so bored of your life that you want to escape it every single day, it really made me like depressed for like the whole entire year. And I was not grateful for my life. I kind of forgot about all the magic that is around me and and I, I wasn't embracing where I am now and where I used to be. And um, then this whole thing of romanticize your life came and it really helped me, it really helped my outlook on my own life, it really helped me change my mindset, 
it really helped me love my life again, like romanticize waking up and like doing my Pilates, romanticize making my smoothies, like look at my life like I'm in a movie and like I'm the main character and I'm and I'm just doing all these cool things and just romanticize everything I'm doing, like taking my dog out for a walk, um, sitting down here and recording my podcast making videos on Instagram or Reels or TikTok, cooking dinner for us, um, going on a grocery store run, literally anything, like going to out, going out and eating like a little restaurant and literally every, I can't, there's nothing that I can't cover. Like I cover everything when it means to like romanticizing your life, romanticize everything. Like the bedroom, the sheets that I that I have, the clothes that I wear, how I get dressed, how I take care of myself, how I brush my hair, how I shower, how I put lotion on, literally romanticize everything. Love everything about yourself, about what you're doing, of how you're doing it. And there is these two things that quite that literally changed my life and kind of saved me from my own spiral which is this, um, obviously the romanticizing your life and this new, I have it here, this new, um, there is this new reel with this new sound that was going all over Instagram and it was, and it started with, I think it was Holly Berry that said this, but I'm not sure who it was, but it was, um, I know who I am. I love who I am. I love what I do and I love how I do it. I like my mistakes. I like the way I learn and I like the pace with which I learn my mistakes. I don't want to be anyone else but me. Um, and then she says something on to continue. Like I will continue to learn who I am and, and, and learn what I love and stuff like that. I don't really know the last sentence because that part really I didn't need, but I loved the beginning of it. I loved the rest of it. And it's something that I keep saying every single morning. And it has really, really changed my vibe, my mood, my energy, my outlook for my entire day. It just helps me start the day with like a breath of fresh air. Like I'm loving my life. I do love who I am. And the beautiful thing about it is that I find myself, since I say this every morning now, I find myself throughout the day you know when your mind just does monkey brain and you think about like stupid things or like embarrassing things or like things that you did wrong and you feel bad about or like maybe something that somebody did to you years ago or maybe like those like your ugly thoughts and like you need to lose weight thoughts. Now I find my mindset to be replaying that script. I love who I am. I love what I do. I love how I do it. I like my mistakes. I like the way I learn. And this is what's replaying in my head every single day. And to have that replay in your mind every single day throughout the day, like in little, in periodic moments, periodically, instead of like that negative internal dialogue, is so refreshing. It feels so nice to have this different mindset, this different outlook, this different energy around everything that I do and where I am in life, and it's true, like, there was also, guys, these reels on TikTok are really speaking to, <laughs> are really speaking to me, I love, I just love motivational, kind of like, love yourself, love your life 
type reels on Instagram and also on TikTok, obviously. I just love those videos. I find them so inspiring, so motivating, so feel-good videos. Um, and especially when they're like aesthetically pleasing, I love them too. Um, but obviously, just like the message, it really has helped me with my mindset, with my mentality, with like my energy, with changing the way that I think about my life, about myself. And um, I had been, I have been down like this self-improvement journey for quite some time, like three years. And I, last year was kind of like just, I, I, I froze, like I, like I reached my limit as to self-improvement. But then I kind of started to regress a little bit in the mindset um, aspect of it. Um, I started being a little more negative, a little bit more when everything's going to change. I'm so tired of everything. Like I just want to leave. I just want to live in the middle of a forest and just be surrounded by animals and trees and just eat vegetables and fruits and just have babies and have long hair and wear linen clothing. Like this was my whole mood last year and I couldn't have it. Like I was like, I'm tired of of the city i'm like i'm tired of cars and gas and going to a grocery store and like microwaves and i'm tired of the radiation and i'm tired of of phones and i'm tired of tvs like i don't want any tv in my house like i literally was just like so wanting to be in the middle of nature and connect to nature and i couldn't have that so i was just like so bummed out guys and um kind of like just looking at my life and looking at where I am and all the peace that surrounds me, I took that for granted because I sat down with myself one day and I'm like, I came from such a, such a ultra stressful, anxiety filled, toxic environment. And for me to wake up and just feel peaceful I should be so proud of that. I should be so happy about that. I should be so grateful about that. I get to sit down in the couch and just being quiet. There's no fighting. There's any fighting that's going to be had is going to be my fighting. And I control that. I control if I want to fight or not. I control how I fight. I control the words that I say. So my environment can be as peaceful as I want it to. Because it's me and my husband. It's me and Alfredo. Like... If something happens with the dog and it gets stressful, it's only stressful if I allow it to be stressful. Because just like, for example, just because he peed in the crate, that doesn't mean it's stressful. It's just just clean it up. Like, it's not a big deal, right? Like, and, and that goes on to like my big thing that I say to myself every single day as well is don't take life too seriously. Like, that is something that has truly, you know, when you hear something, but it doesn't really resonate with you even if you've heard it like a thousand times, but then one day it just clicks. Literally, that little phrase, life is not serious, like don't take life too seriously, has changed my life as well. So these are things that I'm that have changed my life, guys. Romanticizing my life, having this little vocal affirmation every morning, um, and, I, and I do say it out loud every single morning. I sit down on my rug in the living room and I verbally say these affirmations out loud. And then whenever something doesn't go my way or I feel a little bit stressed, I say life is not that serious. And literally, it just makes me giggle and kind of like, yeah, it's not that serious. And then I'm back to like my happy, um, de-stressed, peaceful self, right? Because 
it's true life is not that serious and the whole romanticizing your life aspect of it i've been like making reels on instagram i just put up something it's like a visual diary i put a visual diary on my on my instagram because i was really motive i was really inspired to kind of look at my life and romanticize it right but i didn't have something that i can kind of look at my life and see it visually right um and that video is so much longer like i just cut it to that because i didn't want to put like a 10 minute video on instagram but i did like a little reel and it was kind of like my way of showing like literally if i had a journal and i just wrote down something that's my visual diary but i just put it for everyone to see but i look at it and i'm so proud of it and i'm so happy about it and it gives me such feel good vibes and it reminds me of how beautiful my life is and how beautiful my pets are and my husband is and all the energy that i have around me all the time that i take for granted and i it and that video resonates and and shows what my life is it's filled with adventure it's filled with love it's it's filled with fun moments it's filled with beautiful beautiful places and it's filled with my beautiful animals gordo stewart and rover now and it's filled with all the beautiful things that i do every day that i drink lemon water and i make my smoothies and i do pilates and i take care of myself and i meditate and i journal and i'm really in tune with my body and i'm connected to my body and these are things that i cannot take for granted and that i can see as 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 a beautiful life that i have created for myself and that i have um really allowed myself to get and uh, and allowed myself to have and not take for granted and and to say to myself i do deserve this life and this life is not something that was just given to me it was something that i really worked out of that i really worked for i really had to work of getting out of a toxic environment i really had to work out of my own um out of my own uh, what's that called insecurities i had to do a lot of trauma healing i had to do a lot of self-love a lot of mindset growth a lot of a spiritual awakening a lot of connecting to my body and and i've worked on all of this and i have created these habits in my life that have helped me evolve and grow into the person that i am today and and just seeing everything around me like i should just be grateful for where i am now right and just this whole romanticizing your life i recommend doing it i recommend like taking little videos throughout your life throughout your day whether you're at the grocery store whether you're doing something just be like whether if you're meditating or something or you're cooking something just be like i'm gonna record this i'm gonna record myself doing this because I want to make a visual diary and I want to make it with beautiful music and then I want to have it somewhere and then I could look at it and just look at my life one day and be like, wow, what a beautiful life I live, right? And because the beauty is in the small moments, the beauty is in is in cooking, is in, is in the times that you're cleaning, is in the time that you spend with your animals and your family and your friends, it's in the times that you sit down to meditate, it's in the times where you read, where you watch TV where you go out for a walk, where you go out with friends, where you have a drink with your spouse, where you have a drink with with whoever, when you're eating a beautiful meal, when you are 
cooking, whatever it is, those are the beautiful moments in your life. And if you were to add all those beautiful moments in your life and record all of those little moments and put them in a video, they're going to look so beautiful. And then you're going to see the beauty in your life that is already there. You don't need to go out somewhere to create beauty, to look at beauty. Beauty is within you. Beauty is around you. Life is beautiful. It's beautiful because you make it beautiful and because it is, right? You just have to look for it. You just have to see it. It's in the small places. It's in the small details. It's in the small things that you do. And then knowing this and then creating a visual diary and looking at it and seeing how true it is, it's just, it feels so nice. It feels so good. So I would recommend doing a visual diary starting today, whatever it is that you do, whether you're cooking, whether you're cleaning, whether you're making a smoothie bowl, whether you are reading, whether you're meditating, whether you're working out, start recording the small moments. Start recording the things that you do that bring you joy or start recording the things that you're doing for self-improvement. Start journaling, record your journals, and then at the end of the month, make a little video and put it up or just have it for yourself and see how beautiful your month was. Because it's so easy to go from month to month, from day to day, for like not pay attention to any of the beauty around you. And then life goes on and you think you're living this dual life and you forget that you're not. And then you look at this video and then you're like, wow, my life is filled with so much beauty, right? And I would 100% recommend you do that. And I'm doing it myself. I'm starting again this month. I just wanted to do a little recap of my entire like life. Not life, but what I've been doing so far that has brought me joy. So that's the last video that I have up on, on Reels on Instagram. But yeah, those are the things that have changed my life this year. And a little bit at the ending of last year because it didn't start specifically this year. But it has been kind of like romanticizing my life, making vocal affirmations in the morning. And always going back to the mentality and the phrase that life is not so serious. Um, but yeah, I'm also, I also wanted to share this little affirmation that I wrote down for myself. I was just trying to write something that kind of represented bringing out the authentic version of myself and kind of like peeling back layers of um, things that I probably have on me that stop me from being myself. This will make sense as soon as you hear the affirmation, but it's a little affirmation just to help us express our most authentic self to help that person come forward. And um, I'm going to share it right now. So if you want to close your eyes I did this once before, I think, only one time I have shared like a little affirmation, but I kind of want to do this with you guys, so if you want to take a second and close your eyes and just listen to these words and have them resonate inside of your body, inside of your mind, have it be in your heart, really focus on your heart, on that girl inside of your body that is probably your childlike or the pure authentic version of your soul that wants to express itself, but it can due to trauma, to, to things that we have been exposed to in this world, right? But I'm going to start now if you want to close your eyes. I get to know myself a little each day and shine brighter as my authentic self. I look for myself every day behind the hurt, behind the coping mechanisms, behind the doubt, the stress, the anxiety, 
there's an authentic me and I meet her every day. I help her to come out in the world and help her be free of ego, of anything holding her back. I let her shine her true self to the world, her pure soul. Behind the anger is an authentic expression of my soul and I will let her out. I'll let her be free to flow in my body and walk on this earth. So it is said, so it is done. So I'm going to end it here, guys. I hope that really helped. It's just something that I say to myself to remind me to just walk in love and walk in kindness and walk as if I've never been hurt before and just go through life as the purest version of myself. The reason why what I, what brought me to this affirmation was because I always felt nostalgia for the girl I used to be. And I was repeatedly trying to find my way back to her. I failed, obviously, time and time and again because it was the old version of me. It wasn't me anymore. But I was refusing the new me. I wasn't accepting of the new me. I was stronger. I was more harder, more assertive. And I found myself missing the softness and gentleness that I once had and that I once carried before the hurt, before the betrayal, and I, it wasn't until I accepted and embraced who I was now that I started feeling like myself again. I allowed myself to heal, grow, and, and start loving all the phases of me. I learned to love the person I had become. Yes, she was more blunt. Yes, I was more assertive. I was stronger in character. And I wasn't used to this part of me because I've never been that way. I've always been kind of like very timid, very... Um, not outspoken, things kind of just happened to me and I accepted it. I was very gentle. I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to get even. I still don't, I still don't get even, but it was like, even though somebody hurt me, I would still allow them in my life. You know, I would still allow them to take part of my life and hurt me again and again, but I would never do anything to hurt them. But it was, it's now the new me that does not, it has, I have boundaries, right? And I don't have to get even, but I can cut you out of my life, basically. And I learned to love the person I am now. And these are qualities I once lacked. And as you can see, there's nothing wrong with these qualities. There's nothing wrong with being assertive. There's no, nothing wrong with being stronger in character. There's nothing wrong in being more candid. And I learned, I finally learned that I am both gentle but I am strong and I am loving, but I am candid and I put myself first so I can show up for others more. So there is a yin and a yang in me and everyone. I have my masculine side. I have my feminine side. I am strong. I'm assertive, but I'm also gentle and kind. And this is what I didn't realize before was that I only saw the assertiveness. I only saw the candid. I only saw the the strong character that I had and I was focusing on what basically that that I was just more stronger in character and I kind of missed that gentleness about myself that I had before all of the hurt before all of the betrayal and it took me a while because I didn't feel like myself I felt like what happened to that you know that girl that that pure soul that that person that I once was like what happened to her I want to go back to her and the, and the task is not to go back to that person, but it's to accept yourself for who you are now and to allow your most authentic version of yourself in all the phases of your life to shine 
out. You're never going to be the same person throughout your whole life. You're going to change. And that doesn't mean that it's not you anymore. That means that it's you, but it's an upgraded version of you. And it's the you now that has been exposed to the situations that you were before. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's not you. Like I said, it is you. It is you with all your experiences, with all your hurt, with all your mistakes, with all your lessons. And that is shaping you into the person that you are meant to be now. Don't let the hurt, the mistakes, the guilt, the betrayal consume you. Let it be a source of growth for you. Heal from it in order to come out on the other side as your most authentic self after all the hurt, after all the trauma, the the betrayal, once you're healed from that, you will allow yourself to accept yourself and then live life in your truest form, if you understand what I'm saying. So this is something that I wanted to share because it's something that I realized about myself and that I sat down one day and I was like, I finally accept myself for who I am and I'm finally confident in who I am and I don't, I no longer miss who I once was because I see how naive the person that I once was, was. And um, I do love her and she was a beautiful soul, a beautiful person, but I'm still a beautiful person. This woman I am now is still beautiful, but she's stronger. And um, obviously she had to go through things to be who she is now. And that doesn't mean that I'm not myself. It means that I'm myself after all the hurt, and after all the trauma, but also after all the healing, right? So I just wanted to share that in case anybody is trying to get back to being a version of themselves that they once were. Just accept yourself for who you are now and embrace that person because once you do that is when you'll be able to love yourself and love life again. And um, it's just, obviously life is so much easier when you love and accept yourself, right? And then you help her blossom even more and then evolve more and grow more into the person that um that you that you are you know so that's it that's it my loves thank you so much for listening to today's episode i hope it really resonated with you i hope that you liked today's episode so i love you all if you can leave a little review on the podcast it would really help and support the podcast it will keep me motivated it will build a connection with you all which i always love and yeah thank you so much have a lovely friday have a lovely weekend i love you all